Welcome to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And I'm Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Fairhaven Health sells the wildly popular milk saver that has moms raving about how much milk they are collecting by simply collecting their leaking breast milk. And today's episode is also brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packed in California. And we'll hear more um, from our sponsors later, but I want to remind you that we do have transcripts now, and we have um, an email list that you can enter at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You'll find the transcripts um, by the play button on each episode, and you will find our email list. Scroll to the bottom, and you can um, enter your email, and we will send you our, your, our episode every Monday or, yeah, Monday. And um, you won't have to remember because who wants to remember things? You know, we're getting so grown up. <laughs> like we have such a big girl podcast now. We've got transcripts, I and and I don't know if you guys noticed, but Diane plugged in her microphone. Woohoo! Yes, yeah, well, I know it, it was plugged in. It was plugged in. It just wasn't on the right output. So, so. if you have been experiencing audio issues for a while now. We are working very hard to fix those and they should be getting better and we'll, you know, we should be sounding like, we should be sounding like we're in the, we're in the big leagues now. I know. Cause we, we finally wanna... put on our big girl podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They say badass all over them. <laughs> um, I, you have our review of the week, I imagine. Yeah, I do. And I love this. Um, I love this name. I could be saying it wrong, but it's. Hap Stoner, which, you know, <laughs> I just think that's fun anyway. Awesome. First time mama. Thank you so much, ladies. I'm a first time mom. I know I wanted to breastfeed in the hospital. They were afraid my baby girl had low sugar. They kept trying to take her to the nursery to feed her formula. I stuck to my guns, did not allow them to. And I did not allow them to feed her formula, stuck to my guns and wanted to give her what she needed. I did have an emergency C-section, so I needed her skin to skin with me so we can get my body moving. In less than 24 hours, she was doing great. Thank you so much for the info. This makes me more confident. So congratulations to you. I love that people listen to this and it makes them confident and able to really like voice their opinions and stick to their guns you know like I think that's amazing and that's what we want we want you guys to really be able to be like no I know this is the right thing for my baby and for me and this is what I want to do so good for you that's awesome and if you want to send us a review send it to iTunes because that really helps us a lot or if you don't have iTunes you can send us an email badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com and we will read it and we'd love to hear from you and that's it. Yeah. That's all I got for my thing. Cool. Yeah. We have a cool episode um, today for um, preparing for your first day of breastfeeding. Yes. Right? So I did, I made a list. You know, I mean, I made a list. <laughs> Diane made a list. I made a list. And I was making this list. I was like, this is not the list that people are going to want to hear. I don't think, you know, like, cause I think like you think, okay, great. Give me the five things that I need to do to like be off to this great breastfeeding start. But the five 
things that I decided were the important things, I think aren't really, they might not even necessarily be breastfeeding related. Right. So, uh-huh, right. so let's go. The first one is feed the baby. Right. Duh. But what I mean by that is don't let anybody say to you, you just fed the baby. You don't need to feed the baby again. Or your baby needs to eat again. Didn't you just feed your baby? Or your baby only needs to eat every two hours. Why is your baby eating again? Or or your baby only needs to eat every three hours. Why are you feeding the baby again? Feed your baby whenever you want to feed your baby. Latch your baby all the time. Because in the beginning, that makes a huge difference. One, for your baby who is connecting with you. They were just born They need that connection. They need that trust. They need that security. They need to feel you. They need to hear your heartbeat. That's where they want to be. Two, it does great things for your milk supply that is getting ready to come in. So just keep latching your baby. It's totally fine. Your baby is not starving. Your baby will want to feed. Your baby will want to be there for many reasons other than feeding. Just feed your baby. That's all you need to worry about. Really, that's your only job. Yeah, and don't fall... Don't fall into that nonsense of like, oh my God, I need to do this and I need to do that and I'm not doing enough and I just sat on the couch all day and I shouldn't be doing that. I'm lazy. No, mm-hmm. you know, you have one job and that is to feed your baby. Don't get right. up unless you want to. Right. And don't feel Push. guilty about it. Right. Push all that away because that's just nonsense. You only get this time once. Yeah. You know, you only get it once and it's it's what your baby needs. If you just listen to your baby and your body, that's all you need to do. Really, it's all you need to do. So feed the baby. That's my number one thing. Hold the baby. That's my other thing. So what that means is hold your baby. Don't let anybody question why you're holding your baby. Don't let other people take your baby. Don't let people question why you're constantly holding your baby. You should put your baby down. You shouldn't hold your baby to sleep. You shouldn't hold your baby to connect with your baby and keep your baby close to you. That's really important in those early days. It really is. I can't even stress that enough. Yeah. And people will come by and they'll be like, you're You're going to give them, you're going to teach them a bad habit. They need to learn to be independent. You need to, <laughs> it's a, you need, they need to, you need to put them down sometimes. People will say this to you. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, they'll say, like, you shouldn't be holding your baby that much. That's too much. They're going to get clingy. They're going to get, they're not going to learn how to self-soothe. They're not going to blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. People just need to shut up. It's so, because it, <laughs> you have that, you have that, like, they even do research now on, like, how, <laughs> like, people pay money to do research on, like, how it's good to hold your baby. Like, good God. Yeah. Where so have that, we, Where have we come? I know. And that's something, like, eventually we're going to do a, a podcast on that. I found this hilarious study on, like, how holding your baby is good. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> like a, a funded six, research project. Yeah. Like a funded... Re- uh. And it's like a 16-page study that neither one of us have read yet because we have other things to do. So... And we already know that holding your baby is important. So we haven't read that study yet, but eventually we're going to read it and we're going to tear it apart and we're going to laugh and we're going to talk about it on, on a podcast because yeah. this is important. And when I worked in the hospital, I remember saying to people, oh, you know, have you been able to do some skin to skin? Like, and this were for babies that weren't feeding well. Did you do some skin to skin? Oh, well, I was going to, but we have company coming. Oh, well, I was going to, but somebody else wanted to hold the baby. Oh, well, yeah. You know, no, this is your baby. People will get over it. 
it's okay to not hand your newborn brand spanking new baby to other people. And I'm not saying like, you know, to like, you know, hiss at people and stuff and make them go away. Like people want to be helpful and they want to ooh and ah over your baby, but you can feel okay to say, you know, I'm not comfortable with other people holding the baby yet. That's okay. But do not be afraid to hold your babies. Lots of skin to skin, lots of connection time, because that's what they need. They need you. And sometimes people go, oh, the baby cries if somebody else holds them. The baby's too connected to you. Now the baby only wants you. You're the mom. That's how it's supposed to be. There's nothing wrong with that. No, it's not a sign. It's not a bad sign. That's a good it's sign. It's not. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a, a normal, good sign. totally normal thing. And honestly, like the more the baby connects with you, the more independent they are moving forward. That's just the bottom line. Yeah. And I know it sounds like it's, you know, counterintuitive, but it's not like that's what happens. The more you respond to your baby, the more independent they will be because they know you're not going anywhere. They're, they're with you all the time. You're responding to their needs all the time. They become very secure children. So and adults. And adults, yes. It goes with them in adu- into adulthood, believe it or not. It really And does. into their future relationships. And oh, yeah. The, re- the relationships that they have. And then the relationships with their children. And then this is how we talk about healing the world with, you know, parenting and healing generations of trauma with parenting. Mm-hmm. Because it changes everything. It changes the relationships people have with each other and their environment. It just, yeah. If more people did this, it would really make a difference. Yeah. Like overall. So that is my number two thing is to hold your baby. My number three thing I get on my soapbox about this a lot is no pumping unless absolutely necessary. And when I say absolutely necessary, I mean your baby separated from you for some reason. Maybe they were early. Maybe they have jaundice. They have to go under lights. You know, something. There's some reason why the two of you are separated, then that's obviously a reason you need to pump. Your baby isn't gaining weight well for whatever reason, and they're telling you to supplement. That is when we need to pump because we want to be able to give the baby breast milk instead of formula for supplementing if possible. That is a reason to pump. Just because you're going back to work at some point in the, in the future, so you want to start pumping on day three of your baby's life, no, that's not necessary. Stay home relax like abby said sit on your couch you do not need to pump that early in the game and it causes problems it's one more thing to do it can cause an oversupply issue which is a huge problem and you're not you're spending time bonding with a pump who wants to do that just don't worry about it don't pump yet you don't need to right and i know you are never really a pumper either so it's like no, but I was pumping when I, um, with Jack, when I had Jack and I was in the hospital and they told me that I wasn't making enough milk and I needed to supplement with formula, I started pumping. I was like, oh my God, I need to, my milk's not coming in. I need to make milk. So I was like giving him formula because they told me to. And then I was pumping to try to get my milk to come in. And how insane is that? Oh my gosh. I know. And people like, <laughs> I have moms that just like, just start doing it. Like they go home and they're like, oh yeah, I started pumping. It's like, yeah, because it's just a, yeah, well, there's this total belief in our, I mean, like you even see it like on, you know, people 
like registries or whatever. Like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm having a baby and then so, okay, here's a pump. It's like, well, wait a minute. Why are we buying a pump? First of all, you do not need a pump in order to successfully breastfeed. No, you need a pump if you need to spend time away from your baby, but it's not an automatic breastfeeding need. But I think that we think that. Yeah. I think that's a popular common thought. I think, yeah, absolutely. And people say, oh, well, you know, I want to be able to let somebody else feed. I want to, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. If you want to have, you know, your partner, a grandparent, whatever, feed the baby eventually, that's fine. But you don't need to do that on day three of their life. Like it's not, it's not necessary. Just try to relax but we see all these things on social media about you have to have all this milk stored away you have to start pumping early sometimes people will be like oh i had a milk supply problem from day one so i needed a pump and people are like oh my gosh i don't want to have a milk supply problem from day one so i'm just going to start pumping from day one you don't know that person or what their story is so if you feel that like you know that new mom anxiety of should i be pumping i'm not sure what to do talk to a lactation consultant talk to them have them watch your baby feed have them tell you what's going on and and help you to feel better about this and make a plan of when to start but you don't need to be doing it as soon as you get home from the hospital you really don't it's not necessary you have time unless you're one of those people that unfortunately has to start back at work very 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 early like within two weeks and then that's horrific horrific but that's a whole different story so try not to do that. You don't need to pop. Let's take a break before I do these last two. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Original Sprout. Original Sprout carries safe, effective, and pediatrician-tested shampoos, conditioners, styling, and body care products produced and packed in California, USA. Their hair and body baby wash is made with gentle moisturizing ingredients such as organic calendula and refreshing rosemary extract. Rosemary helps stimulate scalp circulation and calm cradle cap and eczema. This hair and body baby wash is ideal for babies, children, and adults alike. All of Original Sprout products are paraben and phthalate free, free, vegan and cruelty free. Their proprietary formulas contain nourishing extracts from fruit, vegetables, and flowers that the whole family can enjoy. They are not just for babies anymore. Check out the entire line at originalsprout.com and use code BADASS for 25% off your order. Originalsprout.com, code BADASS, 25% off. Oh my God, I'm going there now. (laughs) And today's episode is also brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milky's Milk Saver collects your leaking breast milk as you nurse or pump, allowing you to store extra breast milk effortlessly with each feeding. Simply slide the Milk Saver into your bra or tank on the non-nursing side. The Milk Saver collects the breast milk that is leaked when your breast milk lets down. Then simply transfer the milk into a storage bag. The Milk Saver holds a little over two ounces of breast milk. People are constantly shocked at how much milk they are leaking and were losing to a breast pad. People are reporting that they are collecting several ounces a day and sometimes a whole day's worth of breast milk. It's common to think that you are just leaking a few drops, but when the leaking breast milk is collected throughout the day, it adds up to a lot of milk. It's comfortable, durable, and reusable and has a protective lid to prevent spills. 
Check out the Milk Saver at Fairhaven Health. That's F-A-I-R-H-A-V-E-N health.com. And use promo code BADASS for 10% off of your purchase. Badass. 10% off at Fairhaven Health. And all of our episodes and our... Uh, <laughs> I lost my sheet. Um, <laughs> all of our... Here we go. Um, all of our uh, sponsors and their links can be found at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. You can head to the show notes under this particular episode. You'll find links, the promo codes in case you missed it. Um, you will find um, on badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will find all of our breastfeeding resources. You will find all, all of our other episodes and you will find information about scheduling your very own online face-to-face lactation consultation with Diane. Absolutely. And, and we have a shout out. We do have a shout out. Our shout out of the week goes to the Black Birth Experience. Uh, BBX is what they call themselves. Their mission is to bring awareness to the Black Birth Experience by by honoring the work of Black Birth workers and empowering the Black Birthing community. You can find them on Instagram with again a beautiful and informative and educational uh, feed. And um, you can find them also at blackbirthexperience.org about all of the um, services and information and resources that they have. Um, And that's it. Awesome. Love it. So we were talking about tips for your first day of nursing. Yes. My next one is to ask for help and to ask questions. And this, I feel, is really, really important, especially in those early days, because you're a brand new mom, right? Like you're a brand new mom. And I don't care if it's your 18th baby. Like they're all different. Mm -hmm. You don't remember those early days, you know, like, and these are things I hear all the time. And maybe you're thinking, like, maybe you have one baby and you're listening to this and you're like, oh my gosh, next baby, I'm going to know exactly what to do. The second baby or the third baby or the fourth baby, like you forget, you forget what happens in those early days. You really do. And then those moms will come in and they'll be like, I just didn't, I forgot about this part, you know, like, so ask questions. And especially if it's your first baby, people assume you know what to do. And I see this every single day. I see this and moms will tell me, nobody told me that. Nobody told me that in the hospital. Nobody told me that I should wake my baby up and not let him go six or seven hours without feeding when they're first born. Nobody told me that I should try to burp them. Nobody told me how to position because they, the staff at the hospital, they do this every day, all day. You're their 18th person that day, you know, like you, but this is your first one. They don't tell you these things because they assume, you know, which is wrong because you don't. And they should just assume nobody knows. But this is, and I worked there. I know exactly, like I see it all the time. And I see these moms coming out of the hospital being like, nobody told me that my baby was going to be sleepy. I didn't know, you know, like I, I didn't know that that was what happens. I didn't know that, you know, jaundice makes them sleepy. I didn't know, you know, like, so ask questions. Do not be afraid to do that at all. Somebody says to you, we need to supplement your baby because we're afraid that their blood sugar is low. Ask them why. Ask them what the blood sugar should be. Ask them if they tested the blood sugar. Ask them, can you breastfeed instead? And will that, like, there's, you don't have to just blindly say, oh, okay, 
all right, yes, I'll do that. Absolutely. Ask questions because you're not going to know otherwise. And that's really, really important for you to be educated on what's going on with your baby. Definitely ask if you're not sure of what they're telling you. Yeah, there's a lot of things they're not going to offer you, especially in a hospital. They're not going to say like, oh, expect this and expect that. No, they're not. They're just like, go home. No, they they don't offer a lot of information. And like a lot of times you don't even know what to ask. You know, it's like, that's why I don't even know if it was this episode or the last episode when we were talking about um, somebody was listening while they were pregnant. Mm, mm -hmm. And like, because then you just know, you know, like you're more prepared. And of course, if you didn't and you now have a baby, it's not too late to learn. But it's so confusing because you just don't, you're not given, if you're not told, we, we don't see people breastfeeding. We don't see people caring for babies in our society. Mm-mm. So we are just like starting fresh when we're, when we hold a baby, it's just like the first time that we're ever exposed to this. So we don't even know how they're supposed to act. We don't know what to do at all. You don't know what's normal. No. Right. And, and especially now in the middle of this pandemic, I have moms that are leaving the hospital in 24 hours. Yeah. Like with a C-section being sent home. Babies aren't feeding well, you know, and it's just like they're just going home because they don't want to be in the hospital, which I don't blame them. Nobody wants to be in the hospital. And they're trying to get just get people out and moving. But it's like you don't nobody knows what they're doing, you know, and it's and then you go home and you're kind of like isolated at home. So ask questions. That's really important to just be able to like ask questions and ask for help. Do not be afraid to ask for help. And that's for like when you're home. That is when you're, you know, if you are in the hospital, if you had a hospital birth or whatever, like ask, put that call light on, have them come in and help you ask them, you know, like that's definitely a big, big part of learning everything that's going on with your baby. And then when you're home, ask for help. You know, like ask for people to help you. If you have people that are designated, you know, they're safe, they're healthy, they can come over and help you. Don't let them come over and just sit there and hold your baby. Have them help you. Have people, you know, deliver groceries to you. Put it at your door if you don't want people to come in. You know, ask for help because you want to be able to recover, have the time to recover, have the time to just sit around and enjoy your baby. And for some reason, I feel like we're too afraid to ask for the help. Because we want everybody to think like we can just do it all, right? Like, cause we're super well, it's also not. It's also a part of our society that's not very like. It's not. It's like taboo to need things to ask for help. You know, like right. you, you're just. You know, I need help. Can somebody help me? It's just like, oh, you know, you're weak. You can't do it yourself. Like we have this just this totally individualistic, like I'm, you know, independent focused um, society that that is. Like you're weak if you ask for help. We have people, no, and we have people doing everything that are parenting day and night, awake day and night, going to work up all night. Like this is not, this is not normal. I mean, it's normal, but it's not healthy. It's not, this is like, and people are just, you know, it's hard to ask for help. And then where is there to get help? And it shouldn't be normal, honestly. No. It should not be normal. You should be able to get help and you should be able to get unbiased help. You know, you shouldn't have people that are coming in to help you commenting or putting down your parenting decisions and saying things to you like, oh, you shouldn't be breastfeeding so much or, oh, you shouldn't be doing this or, oh, you shouldn't be eating that. No, they are there to help you. 
They should be there to follow orders. Right. Have a list. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Like when I used no. to teach childbirth classes and stuff like that, I used to be like, have a list. If people want to come over, they can do those things. There's they- like there's things like that around. There's like these little sheets that are like when you come to visit the baby and it's like things that you need to do when you walk in, like wash your hands, whatever, whatever. And then there's like a checklist of tasks and you have to sign up for one of them. And right. people like you can hand it to people who come over. They have to do the things and they have to pick something like take out the trash, do a load of laundry, do the dishes like, you know, you can have people just come in if they want to come by. Sure. And you have to pick something to do for me. Right. There's nothing. You wrong shouldn't with have that. to ask people to do this. I mean, we should just live in a, in a culture that's like bending over backwards to take care of new parents. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't. So then it's like, oh, here's these new tricks that we can get people to like do stuff for us. It's insane especially i mean and this is for any birth any birth at all i don't care what it was but especially with a c-section delivery like especially and especially if it's a c-section delivery that you were not expecting to have which is the majority of c-section deliveries because and i was i was a c-section delivery with my twins and it was an expected delivery but i also had a two-year-old that was running around, which is not easy to do with a C-section delivery. That is major surgery. It is major abdominal surgery. My only bathroom in that house was upstairs. Like if you weren't expecting to have a C-section and now you go home, you need to bring everything from upstairs downstairs. If you have an upstairs downstairs house. You know, if you don't have everything on one level, you need to bring the diapers down. You need to bring the, you know, everything that you need right there so you can stay with the baby all the time and not have to worry about going to get things. I mean, that's people need to help you. That is really important. You should not be expected to do everything. It it just shouldn't be, you know, it's just, it feels to be like, oh, you know, you're, you're doing great. You're doing fine. You can do all these things. No. That is, I mean, and it's like now, like a lot of times partners go back to work pretty quickly. You know, it's just like, Mm -hmm. that's. If partners are off at all. Right. If they're off at all and you're stuck there by yourself. No, people should be helping. It takes a village. It really does. It takes a village of support. And And we don't live in that village setting anymore. So you have to create it. And, you know, if you don't and you're super overwhelmed, then, you know, it's not that you're doing something wrong. It's just that this is undoable. Mm-hmm. You can't do everything. You know, like, I feel like we see that village sometimes, like, if people die, which is a horrible thing to say. But, like, if somebody passes away in your family, people will bring food. People will set up a meal train. People will send you cards. People will, you know, reach out to you. How are you? Is everything okay? What do you need? Blah, blah, blah. But when somebody, when a baby's born, we don't do that? Like, come on. I know. That's crazy. It is. It's crazy. My last one is to be kind to yourself. And that is a really important thing to remember. It really is because parenting is hard. Being a mom is hard. And if you're coming home with a baby, you're tired, you're, you know, probably sore, you're trying to figure out what to do. And we tend to put a lot of judgment on ourselves, no matter what it is. You know, I, the baby's crying. I must've done something wrong. The baby's not eating well. I must've done something wrong. If you have other children, oh my gosh, I'm not paying enough attention to my other child. I'm not good enough. Like it is really, really hard to feel okay. But it's really important to know that like 
you're doing great. Like it's it's fine. And you yeah. do really all be kind stuff to yourself. Is, yeah. All that stuff is normal. It's normal to feel like completely defeated and tired and exhausted and you feel like your body has just been run over by a truck. And you know, there's so much of this like just disdain for that in this culture. Just like Ugh, get yourself together put your makeup on do your hair no god stop it and we you know let me look on social media where everything looks perfect uh-huh. everything's perfect looking oh my gosh look at you know me i've done all these great things today and i've you know done this and that and my house is perfect and i mean i worry about those moms honestly like the moms that i talk to where like everything is oh everything's great and my house is clean and i'm doing this and da-da-da. it's like oh my gosh something's wrong there like you should it should not be it should not be like that like and I, that is one of the things with, that I get irritated with with social media is that like so many things are not portrayed as it as it usually as it is you know and it's, it's right the there par- we're not being honest no I mean I see this this is a lot of times why I I shy away from sharing like the professional photos even though I do love them and I've certainly had plenty of them done of me um, and I love them, but like, they're very like, they're, they're not, they don't often tell, sometimes they do, but they don't often tell like the reality of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I like to share the photos that people share that are just like, they took themselves or somebody on the couch, you know, their partner took them while they were standing there. And you could see, so people can kind of normalize, we can see what actually, what, life actually looks like Mm -hmm. it's not like completely manicured and it shouldn't like it just shouldn't be no it doesn't no it doesn't need to be so be kind to yourself that's a really important piece it's okay to have those breakdowns like sometimes people be like oh i just had a breakdown yesterday i'm like you only had one (laughs) you know i probably had 12 and i'm not a new you know it's like that's okay like it's it's really okay this is hard. It's new and it's hard and it takes time. And I say a lot of times to new parents, your baby is only however many days old. Like we need to cut everybody some slack and like just get used to each other and be kind to, to yourself, especially because it's really, it's okay. The expectations, our mothers now have expectations that are through the roof and it's, you know, it's not necessary. We don't need that. We just need a mom and a baby to be connected to each other. That's all. That's the only expectation we want. And, you know, that'll happen. So that's it. That's my list. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to give you these great tips to, like, make breastfeeding a breeze. But those are things that I think are really, really important to remember. Those are really important. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Ah, Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.